guys, and we're back, and that was another review by me, by uh, Douglas Lim and the Asia Zone Comedy Festival. I love hearing my own voice, but we are here now, joined by Guy Abraham, uh, the CEO, the co-founder of the Climate Change, talking about uh, the art climate in the Change of 2017 Festival. How are you, Guy? Great. Excellent. Thanks for having me on. Pleasure to, have pleasure to have you. <laughs> <laughs> so, can you tell us a little bit about the art plus the climate change in 2007? Uh, your opening sure. on the, 9th, uh, the 19th of April and the 14th of May of 2007. That's it. Well, this is the second um, Biennale um, Art Plus Climate Equals Change Festival. And basically, we're bringing together about 30 exhibitions uh, around Melbourne and regional Victoria, which really try and harness the creative power of the arts to inform and engage and inspire action on climate change. Mm. Um, yeah, because it's definitely yeah. a big part of the world, like, and a big part of, like, what's going on in today's society. And no one, like, I hate how no one really takes, like, not everybody, but not everyone takes notice of well, what's happening to our Earth, you know? Yeah. Well, look, you know, different people respond to different sorts of information and all the, the facts and figures and graphs, they're really important. What the scientists do, that's absolutely vital. There was a great march... Uh, yesterday um, in support of science and how important it is to base our policy decisions on, on the rational science. But people, you know, also engage through their emotions and through their visual visual sense and their, you know, hearing and all those sorts of things. So we need to get both the left brain and the right brain um, working together to get people uh, motivated. Yeah, so are you playing at the Iron Potter Museum of Art yeah, well, that, well, one of our exhibitions, in fact, a couple of exhibitions are at the Ian Potter Museum of Art at the University of Melbourne, and there's a major exhibition there called Exit, which is a big video projection uh, in the round, so 360 degrees. It was last shown at the Paris Climate Conference in 2015, yeah. and it looks at the causes of migration uh, around the globe over the past 20 or 30 years, and, of course, you know, some of the major causes are climate change impacts, so sea level rise and, you know, frequent hurricanes and then some of the causes of climate change, like burning of tropical forests or, you know, various things like that, conflict. So there's all sorts of things. But this, uh, this video projection ties a lot of the different strands, I suppose, uh, together so you get a sense of the global, global picture. And also at the end, Potter Museum is a beautiful... Uh, another video work, but a much more contemplative work by an artist named John Acomfra, mm. and that's a work called Vertigo Sea, and that looks at also migration and conflict and ecological issues, but using archival film material as well as contemporary film material. There's three screens, and you sort of see different things happening uh, at the same time, a really poetic work. Uh, and, yeah, there are two of yeah, more than 30 exhibitions uh, around the place. We've also got to go couple of great special keynote speakers coming from overseas. One is a guy called Ed Morris. Mm-hmm. Um, he started a project called the Green Patriot Posters, yeah. where he, uh, they sort of put a call out for artists and designers, anyone really, to design posters that promoted you know, pro-environmental action. Um, and he's speaking on the 1st of May at the University of Melbourne, uh, an amazing speaker, a really inspirational character in this field. His work is his uh, talk called Art and Social Change. So, looking at how art can really inspire social change. 
so that will be great. Well, I and then the know. other one from the UK is Mel Evans, <laughs> just like get in. Mel Evans, um, who's speaking on the Friday night, the Friday the 5th, and she uh, was co-founder of an organisation called Liberate Kate, uh, which was based in London, and they carried out these sort of artistic interventions in the Tate Museum to try and persuade the Tate to stop uh, accepting money from big oil companies. And she's going to tell some of the stories about how that campaign went. That sounds great. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I have another question for you. About art and climate change, do you actually think the Earth will ever, like, become extinct from climate change because of, like, the different temperatures and all that changing? Yeah, no, the Earth, I mean, the Earth, life on Earth will continue. Uh, the real question is how, you know, for us, is how is it going to affect sort of human civilization as we know it? Like adapting. Um, because we, we rely and, and are part of nature, you know. We're, we're, not, we're not separate from nature. We're just animals as part of the natural makeup. So all of the biodiversity, the different animals, the way the weather interacts with organisms, all of that stuff is already changing. And some things will adapt and some things won't adapt. Uh, we'll be able to adapt. Well, some of us will be able to adapt. But, you know, the problem with climate change, one of the big problems is that the people most vulnerable um, are those with the least resources. So people in, in developing nations, people, you know, living by the sea, people who are dependent on subsistence agriculture, you know, they're going to really be impacted very heavily, you know, but, you know, even here in, in good old Melbourne, we're seeing the impact in terms of, you know, these massive bushfires we've been having over recent years, um, much many yes. more hot days. So, no, we're not going to go extinct, uh, I don't think, but things are going to change. And the, the longer we leave trying to deal with reducing the impact of climate change by reducing our carbon emissions, uh, the more serious those consequences are going to be. So what inspired you for this project? Well, I, I actually used to run a, an art gallery. Um, I ran one of Melbourne's leading um, contemporary art galleries called Christian Abraham's Gallery for about 25 years. And I was always passionate about the, the way artists get so involved uh, in the work that they're doing and so dedicated to pursuing their work and getting it out there so people can see it. And I was also very, always very interested in environmental issues. And when I decided to close the gallery down because I thought I'd achieve what I needed do there, I actually went back to university to study climate change, to study the, climate, the science and the policy and the politics of it. And that really opened my eyes to how, how important this issue is. And then the question was, well, what can I do with my you know, various bits of expertise or, or experience? How can I bring them together to, to make some difference? And it struck me that you know, we, the arts have been for a long time often at the forefront of social movements. In fact, if you go back thousands of years, you know, the arts are the first way we can see that our forebears engage with yeah, the natural world. Like, so it seemed to be a natural fit, you know? Yeah, definitely with, like, all the stone paintings from, like... Absolutely, and the caves in yeah, France and... Like, and like even, like, the dinosaur footprints it's in stones. It's beautiful, like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have one... And in Australia, of course, we've, we've got this incredible Aboriginal heritage of uh, people... Um, engaging with nature through the natural world through their art and also being uh, incredible examples of sustainable managers of, of the of the land and landscape and they're sort of lessons we've really got to learn. Well, I'm a big fan of the environment, so definitely I could talk to you for hours about this kind of thing. <laughs> I have one big question for him. Sure. If 
it did come down to only you having a choice to change the world, what would you do about the environment? Yeah, so if I had a choice to change the world, what would I do? Yeah. So say if you were given oh. one big power to change one thing in the world about the environment or global change, like global heating or change, yeah, what would I, it be? I'd make, a, I'd make a, a global law that fossil fuels have to be phased out, you know, very quickly, maybe in the next 10 to 20 years. And uh, renewable energy has to be given uh, all the support that it needs. You know, if we could have that one big transformation, I mean, there's lots of other areas, but if we could have that one big transformation and guarantee that we didn't dig up most of the rest of the fossil fuels, that's what we actually have to well, do. I totally to agree with you. That we have a, a, safe, a safe climate for our, our children and their children. Yeah, like, even, like, from billions of years after we're gone, like, I think... Me, I'm really passionate about that thing. I don't think we should really be taking anything from the earth, to be honest, because that's without anything underneath us, how are we going to stand on ground? Like, if we take yeah, well, too much oil, take, too much rock, stuff, you know. We're all, we're, all, we're all benefiting from the things that have come out of the ground already, but we've got to, we've got to learn how to reuse them, how to recycle them, how to repurpose them. Um, the earth is, is not infinite. We can't keep digging it up forever. It, there's just not enough... enough <laughs> capacity there, but we've got a lot of stuff out already, and we've got to work out how to use it in a in a more efficient way, uh, a more equitable way, a more just way, and a way that doesn't destroy the rest of the environment, the, the rest of the natural environment that's still left and is supporting us, you know, gives us the clean air, the clean water that we yeah. need. Without, without those things, you can you can save by the rest. So yeah. it's really important that we start looking at the way we live. Mm. Well, we're only human, and I want to say thank you so much for this interview. I've really enjoyed it. Look at me. Yeah, I just go on and on and on, mate. <laughs> unfortunately, that's we do fine. have to I wrap it up. I just say everybody to go to our website, artclimatechange.org. Yeah, uh, definitely. Get our whole, our whole uh, program there. Or you could link us onto Facebook and we can put it up on ours. And yeah, we, thank we you so much. That's a pleasure. Thanks, guys. All right, thanks, mate. See ya.